Welcome to the Functional Medicine Podcast. This is a show for practitioners and patients who believe in treating the underlying cause of disease instead of just treating the symptoms of disease. I'm your host, Dr. Kelly Mulhern, and my mission is to make functional medicine the dominant model of healthcare. So we're going to start by talking about kind of the key components of a definition, in my opinion, for functional medicine or functional wellness. As a side note, I do use those two terms interchangeably because not all people who practice a functional approach are medical doctors. So for those, I use functional wellness. So I do use those terms fairly interchangeably. Functional medicine, functional wellness is a very personalized approach to healthcare. There are no cookie cutters involved. It is very highly individualized and specific to the patient that is in front of you. So that is concept number one that differentiates a functional medicine, functional wellness approach apart from an allopathic model, which really looks at uh, kind of what are averages and how can we streamline things. And we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Second component is that it looks to identify and address the root causes of disease and dysfunction, not just chasing symptoms like a dog chasing its tail and not putting band-aids on things, looking to really uncover what is the root cause of this person's problem or problems. It's a whole person approach. We do not look at pieces, parts. We don't sacrifice the health of one system to optimize the health in another system. Again, it's a whole person approach looking for proper and comprehensive diagnoses. And to help with that, we oftentimes will order advanced lab testing and other types of diagnostics to help come up with what is the best true diagnosis for this patient. The treatment is also a different animal because the functional medicine, functional wellness approach emphasizes natural treatment options first. So again, we'll we'll dive in a little deeper to that in another minute or two. But the last thing I wanted to really highlight here in terms of, for me, what's a foundational definition is that the providers really spend time with their patients, lots of time. And we're going to give you some examples of that in a minute. As we know, or is kind of common sense, a complex health history cannot be finished in 10 to 15 minutes. So if the provider is trying to take the health history, the social history, the family history, the medication list, the supplement list, uh, on and on and on, that can't be done in a 15-minute time slot, Um, not at least not effectively and appropriately. Now, just to give you some context, the average primary care physician or specialist in the U.S., their average cost per visit is anywhere between $200 and $800 per visit. Now, oftentimes people don't really understand that because their insurance company is footing the bill. But that is the average cost and the average time length is between 5 and 15 minutes. Kind of a staggering statistic is that in the United States, a full 89% of doctors spend less than 24 minutes with a patient, 24 minutes to do all of those things that we just talked about. Um, Really difficult to do. Then their next, their approach, once they have their diagnosis, the first tier, the first step is usually prescription medication. If that fails or if we need a second line, then they're typically looking at things more invasive like surgery. And rarely do they rely on natural options, lifestyle changes, etc. And I believe that we need to flip that model upside down because clearly it hasn't worked um, in this country. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a time and a place for medication and for surgery. But using those as our top two approaches 
if you just look at our healthcare system and you look at the health of people in our country, it's getting worse and worse. So in my opinion, we flip that model upside down. We make functional wellness the primary form of healthcare, the dominant model in healthcare, where we use a natural approach to look at root causes of disease and dysfunction first. And then once we have proper diagnoses in place, we look to treat with natural options that protect the whole body and not just one system at a time. So for most people, that makes a lot of sense. Now, what does a functional medicine approach kind of look like as a, from a patient perspective? In this little talk today, I'm trying to kind of hit some of the high points of the most common questions I get. I can only share with you what I do in my practice to give you an example of how one functional practice might be very different than what you might be used to when you go to your uh, primary care physician. So to start with, before I even necessarily see a patient in my practice, if they are coming in for functional wellness to save time for them, we start them off with a comprehensive intake. Now that intake they do at home in the comfort of their own home and I warn them it will be the most thorough and detailed intake questionnaire health history that any provider has probably ever taken. When it's all done, uh, on average I'd say it takes people about an hour to complete and they don't have to do it all at once. They can come back and finish it later. When that's done, I get a report that is usually between 30 and 35 pages long, depending on how complex their history is. Once I have that in hand and I have had an opportunity to review it, now we see a patient for the first time. And that can be through telehealth virtually or they can physically be in my practice. And I will take about an hour to go through their history, make sure there are no gaps, make sure I completely understand their concerns and their goals, make sure I completely understand their history, their past surgeries, their medication history, etc., etc., etc. This also gives them an opportunity to be heard and to share things that are important for them. As I tell my patients, there is no detail that is too small and nothing is unimportant in this conversation. So that typically takes about an hour so I can make sure I have all my questions answered and they have all their questions answered. And then from there, I request all of the other physician records for the last three to five years. So everyone else that patient has seen for three to five years, and if their health history is really, really long or their problem has been around for a long time, sometimes I go back 10 years, it just depends. Once I get all those records in house, I read every single page, every page of every record, and look and see kind of what the trends are in the history. And from there, I create a summary for the patient a summary of their goals, a summary of their health challenges, because sometimes people forget. And then from there, it's developing a game plan, a very specific, customized game plan to help get this patient from where they are now to where they want to be. And obviously, that is going to be radically different for every person that I talk to. Now, to review the records and to create that written document, take me anywhere from three to five hours, depending on how many records there are to review and how complex the case is. Um, so we'll say conservatively, maybe one to three hours. And then I sit down with the patient again, either virtually or in person, and we review that document, make sure they understand the game plan and that they're on board, ready to do some work. And from there, it's a matter of just implementing the game plan. And then we'll follow up every, you know, it might be 30 days, three months. As they progress with their care, they will need to see me less for their kind of uh, midpoint checks, if you will. 
Wow. <laughs> very, very different. Um, very different than your primary care physician. Now, one of the next questions I get a lot is, well, who can functional medicine or functional wellness help? Who is it appropriate for? The short answer is almost everyone, because in this country, unfortunately, almost everybody has some issue that can be helped with functional medicine or functional wellness. So let's try and be a little bit more clear with that. For people that are suffering with chronic illness and disease, so things that have been lingering for a long time, especially if they've been diagnosed as atypical, like atypical Parkinson's, atypical MS, a functional approach can oftentimes give them much better results. Anyone with hormonal imbalances, and those hormonal imbalances can be any of the hormones. So common ones would include reproductive hormones, so things like low T, estrogen dominance, PCOS, PMS, all of those types of things thyroid dysfunction. It can include adrenal fatigue. So any of the hormones, issues with those often can be addressed with functional medicine and functional wellness. We can also help people with autoimmune illnesses. And as, as I'm going through these, I'm sure you can kind of imagine that there oftentimes can be a lot of overlap for people when somebody's really sick. They can have more than one problem at a time. And again, I think this is an area that functional medicine really shines in being able to parse out what are the multiple, the multitude of problems that this person has instead of just lumping it all together under kind of a big diagnosis like fibromyalgia, let's figure out what all the pieces parts are and then kind of like peeling away the layers of the onion, get to that root core and address it so we can help everything that stems from it. So we help patients with genetic mutations, uh, people that have had toxic exposures. So everything from chemical exposures to mold, heavy metals, um, and more. People with neurological issues, so anything like MS, Parkinson's, anxiety, depression, dementia, ADD, ADHD, neurotransmitter imbalances, those can all be helped with a functional medicine approach. We look a lot at the gut so gastrointestinal issues, so anything like IBS, Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, even just things like chronic constipation or bloating or diarrhea, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, so lots of different things going on in the gut. And the gut can be a root cause of problems elsewhere. So somebody may come in with symptoms related to hormonal imbalance, and we may have to clean up the gut first. And it's not their fault. It's we live in a country where our diet and our soils and our water and our air, everything is so... Um, polluted or just not natural that our bodies uh, are having a really hard time. And so cleaning up that gut can be, can be paramount to start with. We work with people with pain syndromes and the list goes on. So you, again, you can probably imagine that oftentimes people have more than one condition and we take that comprehensive approach and just work our way through, address one thing at a time. Now, probably the last big topic to cover, the question that I get so often, probably at least once a week, is, Doc, why doesn't insurance cover functional medicine or functional wellness? Every now and then they'll cover a bit here or a bit there, but most of the time the answer is it's not covered through healthcare insurance. And why is that? Well, there's a few answers. One, it's really hard for the insurance company to manage costs when the care is so specific and is so customized. And if we think back to those numbers that we were talking about earlier, so if it takes me three to five hours to work up a new patient to get to the point where I'm ready to make recommendations on testing and treatment, and we multiply that three to five hours by the average 200 to 800 per visit, 
not per hour, but per visit. It would cost 600 to 1000 on the conservative end for that initial kind of introduction to the process, or 2400 to 4000 on the higher end of the spectrum. As you can imagine, insurance companies don't want to um, don't want to do that. And again, that would be per they don't really bill in blocks of hours for the insurance company. They're so used to billing per visit. This would just completely set their whole their whole system on its head. They wouldn't know what to do. Secondly, insurance company profits, they really, really rely on volume and turnover. So that's where they make up um, instead of they, they charge less, but they see more people and kind of shuffle them in, shuffle them out. You know, the, the medical doctors are kind of trapped in this system that has developed over time. And, you know, this is just my two cents. I think that the patients and the doctors are the victims here and the insurance companies are the ones making the most, you know, they have kind of the best deal all the way around. But that's a conversation for another time. So, again, insurance company profits really rely on that, that volume of patient turnover. Third reason, diagnosis and treatment options in practice often lag about 10 to 15 years behind the research. So let me say that a different way. So when something changes in the research, we have an aha moment in our research about a new treatment or a new diagnostic test. It can take 10 to 15 years for that to trickle down into everyday practice. And in that lag time, the insurance company considers that diagnostic or treatment approach to be, quote, experimental (laughs) and they do not pay for experimental treatments or diagnostic tests unfortunately and then the last little piece as to why doesn't insurance pay for this uh they don't pay for really anything to do with prevention right they don't pay for things that are really healthy for you to do they pay to keep you kind of kind of keep you going Uh, at at a mere maintenance, but they don't really cover things that are designed to investigate and explore and identify and really get to the crux and the root of the issue and then treat it and then prevent stuff from happening down the road. Okay, so we've covered a lot today. Let's go over some key takeaways. Point number one, functional medicine or functional wellness is a personalized healthcare approach that identifies and addresses the underlying root causes of disease. Number two, comprehensive diagnosis is facilitated with focus labs, advanced diagnostics, and other cutting-edge techniques. Number three, treatment emphasizes natural options such as lifestyle changes, supplements, herbals, glandular support, and more. Number four, insurance doesn't cover functional medicine because it's hard to manage costs and have high volume with highly customized care. And number five, functional medicine can help people suffering with a wide variety of chronic issues, imbalances, toxic exposures, pain syndromes, and much more. I hope you found value in today's discussion. If you found this podcast worth your time, please take just a moment right now to look down and like and subscribe to this podcast. You can help others discover the Functional Medicine Podcast by leaving a five-star review. Thank you. This episode of the Functional Medicine Podcast has been brought to you by our sponsor, Functional Wellness Docs, who provide business and clinical tools to help your functional medicine practice grow. Please honor their support of the Functional Medicine Podcast by visiting their website at functionalwellnessdocs.com. That's functionalwellnessdocs.com. Until next time, I'm Dr. Kelly Mulhern.